So, Peter, have you heard about reinsurance companies? Ah, <laughs> scam. That was something we looked into today while we were waiting for our uh, brother podcast, which I'm not sure Peter wants me to mention yet or not. If you really want to be confused on how rich people get even richer, look up reinsurance because it's definitely like something sketchy. When I talked about your brother's, you're our, correct. Our, our I did ignore podcast. It. Nope, not our sister podcast. In fact, quite we, far we, from we it. We used their exact mic setup as well as their table. As a matter of fact, we had to wait for them to leave. And that's why we know about reinsurance companies, because we were bored and yes, looking things up. because it is now 10.35. And we, we normally record, record these at like 6.30. 6.30, yeah. Yes, and All it right. is 10.30. Um, and they were uh, smoking... Uh, 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 oregano and drinking legal products juice or legal products legal to them yes and i don't think it's illegal. let us continue all right so uh this was actually a really good week our voices are a lot more hyper than normal i just noticed yes. that um this has been a really good week just in general uh a lot of things got revealed like the all-new hennessy venom f5 which Everyone on the internet is saying it's going to cost uh, $2.1 million. I'm not sure where they're getting this number. I couldn't back it up. Hennessy had said nothing. So yes. we don't know. Also, by the way, Hennessy, the dude himself, I forgot his first name. John Hennessy. John Hennessy is an absolute unit. I saw him on, I think, a drive drive <coughs> video. This man is big. He's pretty big. Well, I mean, he's not, he's not round big, but he's pretty big. So this car's got... 1,817 horsepower, uh, 0 to 62 for some reason miles per hour in 2.6 seconds. That's because that's 0 to 100 kilometers, and they just do it. Okay. We've got the twin turbo 6.6 liter pushrod V8. Yeah. You want to talk about the pushrod part? Uh, pushrods are really bad, but for some reason they managed to make one go fast. I don't really know how. And a seven-speed single-clutch automatic manual transmission. Comments? Which, again, I don't get why they didn't just use a dual-clutch. Like, it's not like they cost more. In fact, I'm pretty sure a single-clutch automated manual is actually more expensive. And it's slower, too. Like, why would you do this? And a 0 to 186 miles per hour in 8.4 seconds. But here's the interesting one. I think one. that's 300 kilometers an hour. 0 to 124 makes 4.7 seconds. Yes. I don't... Has there ever been a car to do that? Um, probably some variant of the Chiron. I think the Chiron, like, 300 plus, the Super Sport 300 plus, maybe. But I don't quote me on that. And this car wrong. hits, sorry, <laughs> uh, a top 311 miles per hour. And we thought that was like, that's, no, that's not, no, 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 it doesn't. And then, we, <coughs> then Peter, my math calculator over here, I, did some calculations. I did the math, and to do that, they only would need 1,300 horsepower, and they have 1,800, so I'm pretty sure they could do that. They can do that. Yeah. Is it likely they can do that? Uh, yes, actually. I do think it's likely that it can do 311, given they have enough road room and no crosswinds. I'm a bit skeptical, mostly because <coughs> there are places where long roads and crosswinds are a thing. Yes, but there's not or many not. places where long roads and no crosswinds are, so we'll see. All right, 
Uh, and speaking of American supercar companies, Peter, do you want to talk about Bugatti's lineup of oh, products? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very American supercar, yes. Yeah, it's the only French, French. The French hypercar company. The, the French car company that was made by an Italian man in what was at the time Italy. Yes. Or at the time Germany. Yes, at the time Germany. All right, let's uh, stop talking about Bugatti's past and talk about their insane present. Um, literally, and just about every way you could interpret that. They have released a new line of watches made by Jacob & Co., which include a functional model of the W16 motor used in all of their hypercars, including all of the pistons that move in the correct timing. And yes, I did also think it was actually combustion, like gasoline-powered when I first heard that. Sadly, no, they did not put a engine in the watch. <coughs> um, but... <laughs> My watch is gas-powered. They did actually release this watch before, but they released four new models now. There's four new styles. Uh, they're making 13 of each for a total of 52, <coughs> and they're retailing for $280,000, which is the same price as a McLaren 570. Now, which would you rather have, Peter, personally? I think I would take the watch. I think, personally, you know, I'd probably have to go with the McLaren. Just, I, you know, I mean, but, like, the watch can tell time. What does a McLaren do? I mean, it's just, like, a McLaren. It just goes fast. It's just a McLaren. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's like, it goes fast, I guess. But, like, a watch, you can tell time. Yeah. It, it's got, like, a W2, so it's got to be faster. It's got to be faster. Because, like, what does a McLaren have in it? Only, like, a two? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's um, talk. Moving on, there's another product that they've released. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, they have released a line of speakers, Bugatti-branded speakers made by Tidal Audio, and... Would have been better if they were actually made by Bugatti. Considering most of our audience probably doesn't know who Tidal Audio is. I know I don't. They make quite possibly some of the world's most expensive audio equipment. That's why I don't know them. Some of their speakers go for like $300,000. I know Blue Audio. Which makes me think that this... This set of speakers is probably going to cost somewhere around a million dollars. They ha they will not release the price to the public. That's how much they cost. They won't tell anyone how much they cost. You have to You call, have to ask. You have to call and be like I'm I don't care what it is. I want them. Just here's my card. They're also only making 15 sets. So, yeah. Apparently that's actually like a thing of how you like break or like peer pressure your friends into like buying designer clothing you do not let them look at the price tag you say put it on if it looks nice you go check out and hand them your card no questions asked yeah don't do that because you'll end up going broke that way and I, I i've actually listened to a guy talk about his experience of it happening he actually felt like there were eyes on him and he felt like there was a gun to his head and yeah. if he looked at the the price he would die <laughs> if your friend ever does this to you Punch him in the face. In the middle of the Gucci In the store. middle of the store. <laughs> and then walk out with the merchandise, mer merchandise on your back. Free clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Free Gucci. <laughs> I feel like there's a different commentation somewhere else. Um, <laughs> oh, no. We're not going to make racist jokes this time. I told myself of this. Like, that wasn't didn't... a racist joke. No, it, my, it was just worse. No, I, it... it, it, it Continue. It, it, it was a group of people joke. So Mike Manley, speaking of people, this is a person. Yes, it who is. Who is the current 
I actually don't know if he's the CEO of FCA, but he's a higher up of FCA who we're they're in a bit of a pickle right now. So essentially, uh, the current CEO of Ferrari, uh, which split away from FCA by the way in 2016, uh, sort of moonwalked out of there with his fingers up because the Ferrari, despite what its stock says, is uh. I don't know how they're selling more cars recently. I really don't get it. Well, because despite the fact that they've threatened to sue just about anyone who owns one, people still like them for some reason. And the like, A12 is a pretty good car. Um, like, the only people left, because all the influencers are gone because they're scared of being sued, and all, the race, make any content and all the race people are gone because their F1 team sucks now. Yes. So that just leaves like the higher-up businessmen. Which there are a lot of. Yeah, no, that is a growing market, I guess. <laughs> and it is I, it is seen as a little more posh than owning a Lamborghini, which is the influencer's car. Yeah. But anyways, um, so <laughs> Mike Manley might replace this guy when Stellantis starts, or he might become part of FCA, or he might be the head of FCA America, because he's from there. Uh, now you're probably wondering, well, why doesn't he just become a head at uh, Stellantis overall, which is the merger of mm -hmm. FCA and Peugeot, for those who do not know. Well, the current CEO of Peugeot, I don't know this for fact, but it sure seemed, so rumor, it sure seemed like they didn't like each other. Yeah. And this guy's already confirmed to be the CEO of FCA. Unfortunately, Mike Manley is the only one I remember the name of, which is sad. And... I just checked the media. It's like he could be either or. He's either going to be shipped off to America or shipped down to Italy. Yeah. And I know which option I would take. Um, Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> Sweet home Italia. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Is it time to talk you about the cubes? Fox boys. These boys look like cubes. All right. All right. Um, so there have been some new announcements in the car world with, along with some accompanying renderings of cars i don't know if any of them were actually like full-on pictures or not but talk <clears> about <throat> the canoe one first because i want to i want to save the, the yes. zooks one for the yes. big reveal of who owns zooks so um canoe is a electric van company c-a-n-o-o -O. yes like canoe but like with not canoe. Yeah, yeah, not. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, words don't do it justice. You should probably look up a picture of this van. It is the most efficiently hacking van I've ever seen. If you've ever seen the video game Cyberpunk that just came out fairly recently, Cyberpunk 2077, it looks like it's exactly pulled out of that game. It Okay, so like, it actually looks... Think like the Cybertruck, but a van. You know what That's I mean? That's not bad. That's not a bad distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cybertruck... Also, the panels are a bit more obvious. Like, the Cybertrucks are just continuous metal. Yeah, no. Like, the um, panels were a bit more obvious than this one. And the inside is just one seat, the steering wheel, and then storage space. Because if you're using this van, you're probably going to be using it for shipping. It's just one seat. You don't even get a second seat. Just one. Because, you know, you don't need the second one. And then the other cube is the... It's a it's a 
self-driving taxi made by Zooks. It is more of a rounded cube. It has a less sharp appearance than the canoe electric van. But none other than Amazon is developing <laughs> this taxi. Also, I just want to say, this thing, it looks like you could scratch it under the chin and it would roll over on its belly and you could rub its belly. It the thing looks adorable. really but does. But it's still a cube. It it's, is literally just a cube with, like, roundness. <laughs> it's like someone took a cube and then just, like, hammered in all the corners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, like, one of those inflatable cube things that, like, don't exactly get the perfect shape of a cube? They kind of just look like they're fat. It looks kind of like that. No, because I don't know what we're inflating. A cube. Like, just... Just... just it's like a plastic cube, but you inflate it a little bit. Inflatable cubes at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those, like it, does, it doesn't matter. It's like an inflatable, like uh, cube, like I, I don't, I don't even know. What do you buy an inflatable cube for? Uh, sitting on. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's less likely to fall off of an inflatable ball. Yeah, but okay. it is kind of like one of those exercise ball things, but a cube. So speaking of cyberpunk, or were we done with that? Yes, we're done. Okay. Speaking of cyberpunk, uh, cyberpunk and Forza. All right, next topic. Yeah. Me and four other people on this planet were really hyped about that. I was one of those four people. You didn't sound like it. What? When I called you in a panic, you didn't sound like it. It's because I hadn't seen it. Oh. (laughs) That's fair. And I hadn't played cyberpunk. That's also fair. <laughs> I, I had by that point. I've ar- I, I feel like you're already ahead of me in Cyberpunk because I haven't played much. I also already have the car in Forza. Like... Yeah, no, I do too. Okay, good. Yeah, no, that wasn't hard. Yeah, no, it was just one, one race. Yeah, no, it was one race, and I won it in the car it was based off of. Nice. Kuntash. Uh Jaguar. Speaking yeah. of video games. Jaguar. Gran Turismo SV is a ga- is a car for Gran Turismo, and it looks really weird because on the back... it's not a real car. Yeah, well, first of all, it's because not a real car, and second of all, because the back, the wing wraps around the whole car. Yeah, I don't think that wing would be possible. If you don't know what we're talking about, you should look up the Jaguar Gran Turismo SV I, and I, then look at the rear wing, and it's just like, how does that work? See, I'm just sad because... When they started hyping up that car, and they had like the electric lights flying down the road, I was like, "I type, I type, I type, I type," and I, I, I was, I was gonna be so happy. What? It was fine. My audio levels were fine. Nah. Uh. <laughs> Am I close enough to the mic for now? That, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, is it time so to So speaking move on? of Jag, it's Lamborghini time! Alright, Lamborghini made SC20. Um it looked good. <laughs> um so basically we've seen it uh lapping Monza already. It looks pretty fast. And honestly, I think Lamborghini made this purely so they could get the Nurburgring track record back. Mercedes has headed for their for their two weeks. They've had their time in the sun. 
Yeah, I think Lamborghini saw that and they were like, "All right, all right, boys, let's get going." And hey, two weeks later, they had this. this car out <laughs> in two weeks. No, D- didn't even have time to put it on a roof. There yeah. just wasn't time. No, it wasn't time. No, the roof was a co- uh, weight saving measure, don't you know? Ah. Yeah, 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 we don't need a roof. What, the, what, what is a roof for? Like, huh? uh, I mean, like uh, downforce, maybe? Nah, we don't need a roof. Nah, yeah, no, the wing makes enough downforce. We should be fine. Yeah. Also, they they do that thing that Lamborghini does with all of their like uh, roadster style things, and they have the aerodynamics in the front literally create like a uh, an air windshield. So like instead of like a glass windshield, the air rushes over the top and like blows. There's a little lip up, right? Yeah, basically it blows um like bugs and rain all out from the cab- the passenger compartment and it works even at like 35 miles an hour. I don't like, understand how this works. It blows air fast. When you get stuck in bumper to bumper traffic in that thing during pouring rain. That's not a fun experience. Uh, well also that's <laughs> not an experience that would ever happen because they're yeah. making how many of these? Um, I don't know. One is probably a safe number. Uh, I mean, Well I'd, they have to make a few to get the record right? I think they'd probably do at least a hundred but not many more. Probably around that. Uh, so speaking of uh, cars that are going to lap. What? The <laughs> Gerber well. Small Toyota man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what this was about? Uh, I remember it was about Akio Toyota and his problem with electric cars and how he thinks they're overhyped. And that's it. That's all I remember because it's been so long since we did the research. It's been like several hours and I can't remember things more than five minutes. So I think I remember what this was about. I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Akio... I said Akio, that's probably... No, because it's Akio Toyota. Um, It was A-K-I-O. Akio Toyota. That's a D, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say... The people who founded the company, but they decided they wanted to throw a T in it for the company. You know? Because why not? Toyota may have been already taken, so they had to change it to Toyota. <laughs> All right. Um, well, basically, he was butthurt that they decided that electric cars weren't going to come anytime soon. So they didn't put research into it. And now that they haven't done it, they're feeling butthurt. And he's just lashing out because he's a little crybaby. <laughs> also, um... Uh... When when you guys release your video, he he looks like an Asian version of Cone. He really does. He's got he's got the he's got the really tiny face but the really big head thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. All right, so uh, on to our final topic of tonight before just us rambling. All right, well, and probably the thing that is the coolest to Peter and was the coolest to me once I learned a very informed piece of information about this car. I don't even know what that is, but the Pagani Tricolore was announced uh, this week. Huayra. Yes, Tricolore. the Tricolore Huayra. The Huayra Tricolore. The Zonda Tricolore, of course, was um, the last uh, model of the Zonda before the Huayra. So now that they're that, on the Huayra that, Tricolore. That is the information that has intrigued me. We so might the, be expecting might be a new model in the next two to three years. successor to the Huayra. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm just this, the successor to the Huayra. That try saying that. The successor to the Huayra. It it it, it tingles your lips, doesn't it? It really is beautiful. 
It's a beautiful thing. Um, for those of you who don't know, Pagani is quite possibly my favorite car brand of all time. And it is like top five for me. Yeah. Um, this car starts at $6.7 million. Uh, it's got a small bump of horsepower from like 790-something to 829. Small. And the same bump in torque to 800, 811. Uh, and they're only making three of them because, of course, it's the Tricolore. And there's three. So there also three of the Zonda? I think so. No, I could be wrong. When they were messing around. No, there were three, but Horatio kept one. Oh, so only two sold. <laughs> yes. Makes sense. Shut. <laughs> Woofing dog. Um, I'm honestly, I think this car is quite possibly one of the most beautiful things ever made. Especially <laughs> with the new design touches, including the mock counter. <laughs> yeah. No, that was <coughs> weird. Um, by the way, their promotional event, when it, it, it was, it, they said history in aviation or something like that. Oh, I can't remember. But I, when I first read that, it was something that alluded to them making a plane. And I got concerned they well, were going to make a plane. It's because in Italy, there is an organization called the Frici Tricolore, which is what it's named after. It's a, uh, it's a group in the Italian Air Force. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember exactly what they do, but I'm pretty sure all they do is do flyovers with green, red, and white. But, like, <laughs> they're really well-trained. anything else I need to do? Um... Not really, no, because Italy just sacrificed... I mean, they just... Um, but you picked the wrong word. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you picked the last word you wanted to use there. <laughs> there there's an, uh, they just surrendered. Absolutely every conflict they're in. Sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we weren't going to do racist jokes, and here we go. It's not What's racist, that, if like, it's true. It's not racist. Besides, I'm Italian. Italian. Yeah, <laughs> we get a rite of passage. No, but uh, honestly... He gets a rite of passage. I can't say anything. Some of the really small touches they did, they put, like, I don't know if you... Uh, planes do this thing where they measure speed by, like, the air velocity coming in a really small hole that's, like, on a pole. I don't remember what it's called, but they put one of those on a car for some reason, and it actually looks really cool because it doesn't belong there, but it's like, ah, uh, that looks kind of like a thing that would belong on a plane. It's like the Reventon, but done well. Well, that, that, no, okay, let me rephrase. A lot of people really don't like the Reventon. <laughs> I like the Reventon, yeah, but no, yes. I, I, mm, it's probably my, it's probably my least favorite of the special editions, but it's still a cool I would car. say my least favorite of the special editions is probably the Sesto Elemento. <laughs> All right, well, you have just <coughs> my favorite. So yeah, I figured like, it would be. That's, that's literally the first Italian supercar I had as a poster on my wall. Yeah. Alright, well, um... Also, the first episode of Top Gear I ever watched that was the end of the episode was revealing that car. Nice. Well, I'm just excited for someone to give one of these three things to Doug DeMiro to review. <laughs> yes! Uh, I... If you haven't noticed now, the start is just, like, a thing that, like, I, I, I pulled up on the spot, but I guess it's a thing we're doing now that when we run out of news for, like, the last, in this case, uh, six and a half minutes is pick a random topic to ramble on about. And I chose that Doug DeMiro is the second coming of Christ. Yeah! But no, it's specifically that, like, recently, or, well, it's since forever, but recently, he's just gotten his hands on some of the wildest cars. Bugatti Devo? Yes. Um, I don't even... 
He's gotten his hands on multiple Paganis. When someone finds the fifth. The 50s, no, sorry, the 30s, uh, Bugatti, Love, Witcher, Noir, he is going, the, when the person finds that $50 million car, the first thing they will do is call up their boy, Doug Damira. Of course. Yes. Or Doug will find it. <laughs> <laughs> Doug this will simply is, use his godly powers to find it. This is the 1930-something, I want to say six. La Voiture Noir, or Black <coughs> Atlantic, and this specific one is called the La Voiture Noir. It has been missing for 50, 60, uh, a good amount of years. A long time. Uh, do you know the story of why that car went missing? No, I don't. Uh, so, the guy who designed it sent, there were four of them, and they're all different colors. This one was black, hence the Noir part, because that is black in French. That is, like, the only word I learned in my three years, two years of French. Education in America. Yes, it's so cool. Um, he really liked this one specifically, so he kept it for himself, kind of like Horatio. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, uh, Germany, in, like, 1939, went... <coughs> <laughs> the war. And then they he went... And then he, yeah. and then this guy was like, "I live in France. That's not a good place to be right now. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to ship this thing out on a train ahead of me, and get it as far as way I can. Then I'll leave. You know, at the time when yeah, the car is more important than me. And that train was robbed, and they've never seen the car since. Nice. Well, actually, I don't remember if it's robbed. I just know, like, the story is when the train got to the station, the car was not there. Oh, that's always fun. So that's, the biggest belief is that it was taken apart in a, like, theft. Yeah. And now that there are pieces of it scattered between uh, rich people's houses <laughs> in secret. Nice. But some people do still believe the car is in one piece somewhere. This was, we were supposed to be talking about Doug, and I don't mind talking about this car, because... This, there, there's one actual picture of it, but based on the cars that are like still around, the other three that are in museums in different colors, there have been proper sketches of what that car looked like, and that thing is. <laughs> Even if you found it's uh, amazing. Even if you found it, despite the fact that it could pay off all your wildest dreams, you would probably still consider keeping it. The thought would at least cross your mind. I would consider. And then you realize that people would there be dead bodies over that, so you'd want to get that thing off your. The move would be call up Bugatti and be like, "Yo, can you make me a special edition if I give you this car back?" You want to trade? (laughs) You want to trade? Even though the one you give me will be worth like thirty million dollars less. Yeah. Can unless unless they make it special enough that it's like a one-off, one-off kind of thing. They would have to like make it out of gold. That's doable for Bugatti. Yeah, but not Volkswagen for Volkswagen. Volkswagen wouldn't be happy about it. But <laughs> <laughs> Why are you spending all our money? Weird artist French noises. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, most of the time Bugatti loses money on their sale of their $3 million cars. Yes, and... Uh, uh, rumors of Volkswagen's whole company have been circulating if they're gonna stay together. And the CEO like said in like a call with like investors, um, yeah, no, 
I would like to put the rumors to rest. We are keeping Ducati, Lamborghini, and Bentley. One of them asks about, uh, what about Bugatti? Says nothing. It's funny that they said they're keeping Bentley because they just gave it to Audi. <laughs> well, no, keeping Bentley as in yes. keeping it in the over. Because they said keeping Lamborghini and Ducati as well. Fair like, enough, that's which are decision. also parts of Audi. Yes. I mean, I mean, it is, but... It's weird that, like, that's another thing that I want to bring up, is, like, the car companies that Audi manages are its subsidiaries, <laughs> but the car companies managed by, like, I forget the truck company and Porsche and the rest of them, they're not... Like, Bugatti is ma- technically managed by Porsche, as well as right now Bentley, but no, minute not. And they're not subsidiaries of Porsche. Yeah. Audi got that sweet deal going on, is what you're saying. It's just a very strange business. <laughs> also, the reason I thought Ducati was a regular subsidiary of Volkswagen is because they, wa- they were. And now they are owned just by Lamborghini. Things happen, man. Things happen. Also, I was really sad. In doing research, I found out that the electronics company is not related. I was so sad. The Ducati Electronic? No. They are. Well, no. In, they're related, but they're not. Like, they started as the same, but they divided. when. They're they still owned by Lamborghini. Not the electronics company. Who are they owned by? The like, I think they're a public company. No, I looked it up. They were owned, like, a decent chunk by Lamborghini. But that's completely off topic. It may have been a decent chunk. I thought it was the whole thing. It may have just been, like, a large percentage. Uh, I don't even remember. I like how we were going to talk about Doug for six minutes. And then we talked about everything else. We have 30 seconds remaining. I mean, we can still talk a little bit about Doug. Uh, Doug's word is law. Yes, word is law. Um, Watch his most recent video where he reviews a... Oh, Durango that was, Hellcat. That thing is funny. <laughs> 710 horsepower SUV. Does oh, 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. any review of that car. It's just a funny car. It really is. Dodge is, Dodge is insane. Oh, my God. And Doug is even more insane. I'm going to say that's more news. It kind of was already reviewed, but we'll just sneak this in at the end. This car has, what, 800 horsepower? 710. And it, 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 it runs an 11-second quarter mile. I remember that, too. Yes. Uh, it has a big towing capacity as well. He didn't actually name the number, but it's stupid big. This it's such a good all-around vehicle, and it's eighty-five grand, which is a lot until you consider everything it can do. And picking between that and Tesla Model X, which is about the same, I actually don't. They're about the same, yeah. Because the Model X is, it's got the cool tech stuff that is kind of fun. I gotta admit. No. But also the Durango. I can guarantee you, you'd be plenty happy using your Durango, driving it fast as balls. Probably through a house or two. And then just having, like, a nice computer at home for your tech stuff. Boom. There. Yeah. Boom, problem solved. You can play, what, what, what's the fanfare he plays when the doors go out? I don't know. Uh, Ride of the Valkyries? Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Africa, wait. 